celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this, thank goodness, it's Friday, Race Day Las Vegas radio show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk, 1400 a.m. in Las Vegas, where it's beautiful out today. 70 degrees right now. We're going to get up to 99. Not going to make 100. We will over the weekend. We'll push right through 100 over the weekend, about 106, 109 for Saturday and Sunday. But it's clear out. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. The ground is dry. Just a small breeze. Just a trinkling little breeze going through this morning. Expecting no wind, which is really good. So it's a beautiful day in our neighborhood as we crank it up on the weekend here from Las Vegas. And you know that if you're listening here at uh, Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, coming to you live and direct from the gaming capital. And, of course, a host of other platforms delivered around the world, the show, through our websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas, .world, .global, your iPhone, your Android, with your phone apps, your KSHP radio station phone apps that you can get at your phone app store so you can hear us now streaming on your devices and of course our podcasting wherever you get your podcast whatever site you go to for your podcast just type us in we're there so we welcome you to the show on this thank goodness friday however wherever whenever you get us on this june 11 2020 6112021 going to be an exciting weekend because not only do we get uh you know santa anita back cranking up today and racing at belmont park with a two-day Pick six carryover going into today from Bel- on Belmont Park of over two hundred and sixty grand. Remember, it's a regular pick six format, no jackpot, and it's a one dollar base bet. And of course, we're looking forward to the opening of Woodbine Racetrack north of the border. Can't wait to get started there. We have a uh, gentleman with us coming up, uh, Tommy Massas. He's going to be with us today, kind of giving us a preview of what's going to go on at uh, Woodbine. So it's kind of exciting over this weekend, that good stuff there. Uh, COVID update here in Vegas, real simple. In Nevada, 295 positives overnight. Infection rate, 3.4% in the entire state. That is just doing good. We're maintaining a low infection rate of 3.4%. Here in Clark County, where the mass of the population is, of course, uh, Las Vegas, the Strip, North Las Vegas, Henderson, etc. We're at 3.5%. So we're doing good. Keep it up. Don't wait. Vaccinate if you haven't already. Enough said there. All right? Um, I, I just, uh, you know, I gotta, I really have to tell everybody out there, congratulations and wowie gee whiz yo, brother. For the efforts of our National Hockey League team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. If you don't think this is a championship team, if you don't think these guys got grit, if you don't think these guys play together, if you don't think these guys are talented, well, this past series that they went through to get to the uh, finals, 
and we are now in the semifinals for the Stanley Cup. We play the Montreal Canadiens. Can't wait to talk to our guys in uh, in Canada about that one. But uh, we took down the Avalanche last night at home here in Las Vegas. They went crazy at T-Mobile. you got to remember now, the first two games, we were down 2 to nothing. The first game, we got embarrassed. And you would think that our team would fold up. Not a chance. They came back. They won game three. They came back in game four after a faux pas by our goalie in overtime to win. And then we cranked it out and did it last night. And why? Because our team held together. We got a great goalie. We got a great team. And I'll tell you what, our fourth line, our fourth line is coming through here for the Golden Knights. So congratulations to our Las Vegas Golden Knights. Monday night, we get into the semifinals for the Stanley Cup playoff, the Stanley Cup against the Canadiens. So congratulations to our Golden Knights. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. And we still got our NFL team, right? The Raiders on the horizon where they're actually going to have fans in the stands this time. Got a lot of good stuff going on here in Vegas. We're open 100%. And if we keep the infection rate down like we're doing, we're going to stay 100%. Vegas is back, baby. And we'll be back right after this with your racing menu. And then we're going to Woodbine for a preview of what's about to happen there north of the border. Don't go away. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty all righty all righty we're back uh, on the race day show for this thank goodness is friday remember after a long wait there's going to finally crank it up north of the border at woodbine and so uh, we got to find out about our friends uh, up there at woodbine as you know we've had them on our shows uh doing uh previewing what's going on up north and I got to tell you, that's a great signal to be betting. And, and the folks here in Vegas have really taken to betting the action up north of the border. So we'll get to that in just a minute. Right now, we're going to go to our menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Simulcast Centers and Racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here listening in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, well, these will be the first post times that roll out on our race books today because we're in the Pacific time zone. But my goodness, we go worldwide. So there's other folks out there listening to us that are not in the Pacific time zone. And so if you're listening on the websites, if you're listening on the, uh, you know, your, your iPhones, your devices with the streaming, if you're listening on your podcast and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone because I don't want you to miss anything like, well, you know, I miss mom and dad. Okay. And uh, remember, we know Churchill is out there. 
But again, we don't have a contract with Churchill to do the simulcasting uh, commingling, so we don't put them on our menu because this menu reflects the tracks that are in our race books for betting today, okay? All righty then, we begin with Pimlico. It goes on and on and on at Pimlico. They've got this pick six jackpot carryover that went before the Preakness, zipped right through Preakness week, and continues to go on and on and on. The pick six jackpot today at Pimlico, $974,564. Eight races at Pimlico today. First post time is at 940. Then you got Belmont Park. Belmont Park has a two-day pick six carryover. $260,473. That's the two-day pick six carryover at Belmont. It's not a jackpot, a regular pick six, a dollar wager. And they have uh, nine races today with a first post time of 10 a.m. at Belmont Park today. Then we go to Gulfstream Park. Gulfstream Park's pick six rainbow jackpot carryover stands at $195,076. Another good pot out there. Nine races, first post time, 11 a.m. Lone Star Park. They've got nine races today at Lone Star. And their first post time at Lone Star with a pick six jackpot carryover of $7,666. Nine races set at uh, 12.35. Their first post time is 12.35 at Lone Star. Golden Gate, Northern California. They're back in business today. They got a pick six jackpot carryover, $38,373. Nine races at Golden Gate. First post time, 1245. And then we get to Santa Anita. Back in business today, Santa Anita. Santa Anita has a first post time of 1 o'clock this afternoon. Now remember, they had that mandatory payoff in the pick six jackpot on Sunday, so they're starting anew today. First post time at Santa Anita, eight races, is at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Monmouth Park, Joyce. Six races at Monmouth Park today, just six. First post time at Monmouth Park today is set at 2 o'clock this afternoon. 2 o'clock first post at Monmouth. Their pick six jackpot carryover, 17,344 bucks. Then we get the Penn National, as we call it, Penn Nat. Penn National's first post time for their uh, eight races is set at 3 o'clock this afternoon. 3 o'clock at Penn National for their racing card today. Evangeline Downs. They've got nine races. Their first post time is 3.50 Pacific time. Prairie Meadows. Prairie Meadows got a neat little carryover going on there. They got a super high five carryover, jackpot carryover of $31,770. I take that. Uh, that's a super high five jackpot carryover. Right. Super high five, $31,770. But they have a pick five jackpot carryover. Not a super high five, a pick five. Five jackpot carryover of $104,056. First post time Prairie Meadows for eight races, 4 p.m. Charlestown, they've got eight races today. They also will have a first post time at 4 p.m. And their pick six jackpot carryover is $35,616. First post time Charlestown, 4 p.m. Then we circle right on back to Southern California at Los Alamitos. Now, Los Al's first two races will be mixed breeds at 1,000 yards. Races 3, 4, and 5 will be four-and-a-half furlong thoroughbred races, and races 6, 7, and 8 will be your regular quarter horse races. That makes up the eight-race card at Los Alamitos tonight and a first post time of 6 p.m. in Orange County. All right, that's the menu of racetracks available today. Okay, you got it? All right, good enough. All right, now it's time to go north of the border. Very excited to get Woodbine back in tow. And with us, a gentleman uh, representing Woodbine today, Tommy Massis. Tommy, is that, is that the right way to pronounce your name? Yes, it is, Ralph. A pleasure to be on your show. Hey, uh, listen now. We've we got we to kind of get everybody back and jazzed up for for this. Now, the last time you guys raced was back in November, November 22nd. It was one that you guys raced, and then they closed it down because the COVID got really crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we're actually, you know, uh, we're playing it a lot safer than you guys in the USA. Uh-huh. So, you know, I wouldn't say crazy, but, yeah, we did shut down. All right, so uh, you shut down because of the COVID virus. 
And you were uh, now the the track was supposed to open this year on April seventeenth, but the government still ordered that everything was closed down and all that because, as you say, they were being ultra safe and trying to get this thing under control north of the border. But uh, uh, the the track stayed open for training, which means the horsemen still had a place to go and horses to train and all that. They just weren't making any revenue, but they were. There was never a time when the uh, the barn area was closed, right? Uh, no, that's correct. That you know, it shows with our first opening two day cards. You know, it's huge fields jammed with horses ready to <laughs> run. They've been ready to run for a while. Tommy, they're jazzing to go. What, are you kidding me? Oh man! Yep. All right. So, but here's the thing. Now, you guys have you know those those uh, the jackpots there as well. Now, the track had a, a high five jackpot. When last raced, that wasn't hit. So now you got $117,062.64 to be exact. That'll be put into play uh, tomorrow, right? Carried over? I'm assuming it's tomorrow, but I'm not sure because our opening day was, you know, our tentative opening day was supposed to be next weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right, on the 18th. So you guys got two extra days. They may wait until, wait until the 18th, the official opening, right? Yeah, it was a last-minute thing to, to run this weekend, and, you know, I'm happy they did. That's oh, sure. sure. All the horsemen are happy. Sure. But but I'm not sure about that because it was a last-minute thing that we, we, we snuck these two days in. Oh, fantastic. Now. When you guys race, you still will have no fans in the stands, correct? That's correct. And uh, that'll be lifted sometime, I'm sure, in the near future when everything gets uh, really, you know, you guys got a handle on it and all that. I don't know what the infect. Yeah, I don't know what the infection rate is in Canada right now. I know here. Well, in Toronto, in Toronto, it's two percent. Okay. Our number. I was listening to your numbers. Our numbers are lower, and we're a much, much bigger city. I think only New York and Los Angeles have more people. Sure. But today, today is our first phase of opening, uh-huh. and I think by August, uh, you know, early August is the plan to be fully open. And then you'll have people back in. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. We're, we're on the right path. Everything looks good. Fantastic. So, I can only tell you, Tommy, that uh, you know, when last seen, your racetrack was really a popular product here in Las Vegas. You have good competitive racing. On a nice, safe, uh, you know, a synthetic racetrack, uh, you have uh, great horses and and jockeys that are really competitive. A nice, nice uh, menu of options for betters, and we're all excited about you guys getting back in line. Now, I would assume they have uh, basically the same uh, nucleus of jockeys and trainers ready to go, right? Yep, that's right. That's right. Uh, you know, th- there doesn't look like there's going to be too many changes. There's a couple, you know, there's a one or two uh, apprentices that I've never heard of and a couple jockeys that were, you know, I think quasi-exercise riders, but no no really big names as of yet. But, you know, you never know who ships up to Woodbine, right? So Absolutely, you know, yeah. Yeah, so you got all these big trainers that ship up, and some do starting to do more than than not. And I've heard of some, you know, real big barns that were planning to come up here, but the COVID changed their minds. So, uh-huh. you know, it's, and it's just just because they couldn't come back and forth as they please to check on their barns. Right, right. Now, now, of course, you know, I don't know that. Well, I guess some of the horses left for other places during that period of time that raced in other places, and and. Uh, you know, we were seeing, uh, you know, dra- uh, little uh, pockets here and there of horses that were competing at Woodbine that uh, went to other places. And I'm so sure some of the jockeys that were uh, competing there had to leave for a while, too. And maybe uh, some of those guys, you know, might have uh, found other places uh, where they got uh, got rooted in there and, and they're starting to uh, do good stuff. But you're going to get most of your guys back, right? I don't. I don't think anyone really left because it's. I, I just. I, I'm actually today. Any you know hour minute today, I'm going to get a ding on my phone that says my 14 day quarantine is over. Oh, fantastic! Well, did so you, you want to leave Canada? I was in Florida for six months. I oh, okay. I was in Florida at Gulfstream. So you got your vaccines. It was just a 14 day quarantine from leaving Canada and coming back. Oh yeah, I was yeah. double vaccinated early April. So the process is: you get a COVID test in the U.S., uh-huh. you get one at the airport, you go to a hotel for three days. Oh man! And then you come home for an, you know. So it's a process. I don't think anybody wants to leave and come back. You know, yeah. I'm a single guy and I just gamble for a living, so it's easy for me to go through all this. But I, I don't. I didn't see anyone going 
All right, now, border. now that's I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, folks are saying, well, you know, uh, what you know, they'd like a little background of a guy's going to be uh, handicapping and giving us some horses throughout the season. So, what's your what's the background? You said you're a gambler. Yeah, so about uh, 12 years ago, a friend of mine, you know, we were betting together, and he just told me, he goes, you got to stop betting all these other tracks. Stick to one track. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the right track to bet is Woodbine. It's our home track. Mm-hmm. And I've never looked back. I've never had to work. I've never had to want for anything. And, you know, I've done all, all of that at Woodbine on the, the contest scene. I must have won close to a million dollars in contests. I won the 2015 uh, Breeders' Cup betting challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, one year, that same year, I must. I played 11 or 12 NHC contests and almost won the tour, <laughs> which is Im- almost impossible to do. There's guys playing every day, contests every day. I run second twice at the, right. the home stretch of that, and I would have won that tour. And then last year, I decided to retire, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, and I started fooling around with Hong Kong and hit a pick six for 1.2 million. All right, so now we've got a guy on our show who's, uh, for all intents and purposes, you can qualify as a professional gambler of betting on horses, and your main track is Woodbine. So now you set the bar high for our listeners. They expect a lot of winners out of you. You know that, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Like, I'm, I'm retired, right? But yeah. I, I've, in the, in the last year, I've been trying to give back. So I, I put together a team of guys, taught them how to watch replays, taught them how to gamble. So I got eight guys watching replays, and I'm going to have guys focusing on Woodbine. So you have eight my stars, which means we have 16 eyes now on all the action going on there. Well, you're going to have you're going to have six eyes on Woodbine for sure. All right. Okay. So that's the only track I'll be on. The only track I'll be overseeing these guys is Woodbine, right? So I'm, you know. I'm saying I'm retired, right? But I've been doing, you know, I've been betting horses. How could you? How could you? How could you retire from betting races? You know, I've always said. That the difference between horse racing and any other sport, except possibly, uh, you know, uh, football and baseball, is once you become a fan of racing, you are a fan of racing for life. You know, you'll always have an opinion every day when you open up the racing form. It's just one of those things that happen. And I know, but you got to you got to look at it through my eyes, right? So I go down to the winner, I go to Gulfstream, I go to Gulfstream with fifty dollars in my pocket. The, you know the the, the the product's unbettable, and I'm not going to go full time. But when I, when I do things professionally, mm-hmm. I can bet a lot lot more than that, and I do. So when I say I'm going to quit betting, I'm going to quit betting professionally. I'm not going to do all the work, but you know it, it, it was hard work. Believe me, it's not easy. Well, sure. And, and you know the pressure is the pressure of you know if you lose, you know you're gonna you're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I have, I've never had income for a long time other than gambling, other than betting on horses. So, yeah, you know, I, lo- I love going to the track. I love hanging out at the track. I, I've hung out at the track my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, high school every day. We'd skip off school and go to Woodbine. Sure. At night, I'd go to Greenwood. You know, I was part of the furniture in, in Toronto. Woodbine. I grew up at Woodbine and Greenwood Racetrack, uh, the old uh, harness thoroughbred track. All right, so Tommy, now you, you gave us the parameters. So when we listen to you on the show, because Eric Peranti said, we gotta, I'm going to get this guy on the show, because we, we've had, you know, our other guys on the show did great work for us. And he said, this guy's a professional. He's, he's going to be good for you and all that. So we got you lined up for the show now. Now, you just uh, qualified yourself as a guy who goes down to you know, Gulfstream for 50 bucks just to mess around or a guy who's professionally uh, playing uh, plays a lot more money. So what are what picks are we going to get? Are we going to get the professional picks, the picks that really you hang your hat on? Yeah. Yeah, no, look, when I was betting my, you know, my money seriously, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't tell my brother, my brother comes up, I wouldn't give him a horse cuz I don't want to affect my price. You know, a dollar, you know, a dollar on my pick 3 when I'm hitting them for 100, you know, cost, you know, it cost me $100 and you know, I'm just giving it to him. So now that I won't be betting really seriously, mm-hmm. yeah, I got my team together. My team is okay with it. You know, I've taught them, so they don't mind, you know, me giving out their picks. All right, so we're ready for uh, maximum it's maximum smoke from Woodbine with you, okay? And we'll yeah, get, and yeah. we'll, we'll, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to hold nothing back and, and, and hope everyone and, that listens gets paid. And we're going to hold you to it if you, uh, if you know, we, we'll give you high fives when you win and we'll tell you you're uh, giving us a few stiffs when you get lo- uh, losers and, and we'll make it out because all the listeners on our show know two things about this show. One, we're all players. We all go through hot streaks and bad streaks. And two, 
All of the people that uh, give out selections on the show are hardworking people who dedicate themselves to racing and the players and play the races, and they bet what they say, and that's all we want. And it sounds like you're one of those guys, and I want to thank Eric for sending it uh, to us because we're going to have a lot of fun during the Woodbine season. One last yeah, question. I can't wait for the Woodbine season. Uh, you know, the, 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 the quality of horses that come here, you know, we have the Rico Mile September 18th, and yeah. this year, you know, the, the Patterson International is on the same day. And then the very next day, there's the Summer and the Natal Mistakes for two-year-olds. And uh-huh. These are, you know, three out of the four are winning your own Breeders' Cup races. So that's, like, to me, the greatest weekend of racing anywhere. Well, you still have the Woodbine Mile, right? That that mile up there produces there's, a lot of horses. The Mile and the Patterson International, which were, you know, two separate days, are now on the same card. Oh, so they call the uh, Woodbine now it's the Rico Mile. Yeah, it's the one with the sponsorship, right? Okay, yeah, okay. So now, uh, Queen's Plate, when's that? Uh, the Queen's Plate is uh, August 22nd. Uh, August 1st is the Oaks and the Trial on the same day. Get uh-huh. ready, and usually, you know, those two races, the Oaks and the Trial, field the plate on the 22nd. Right. And another thing, the E.P. Taylor, which used to be on yeah. the, the international card, is now October 17th, and... You know that that that's always been my favorite race. Yeah, like that that, that is. I, really... I love the Phillies. I grew up Betty. You know, I used to skip school to watch. You know, horses like Bella Bella the Year, Twice an Angel, Tiffany Tam, La Lorgnette, and, and just for some reason, Phillies were my favorite, and and I was fanatical back. Then. Well, <laughs> just, excuse me, isn't Dance Smartly among your favorites? No. No, Bell of the Year was. Bell oh, of the Year was like a, a cheap horse. I just fell in love with horses. I don't know. I just looked at them and <laughs> fell in love, you know. All right. But Twice an Angel, Twice an Angel and uh, Tiffany Tam were both named. Uh, they're, they're both Samson horses like uh, right. Vance Martley. And right. They're both named after the, the owner's daughters. Mm-hmm. And they all, almost always ran as an entry. And, uh, you know, I just can't explain... The the love I had for horses, you know, I was just hooked on them. And when did you just, start? When did you start, Tommy? When did you start getting serious? The first day I went, my uncle dragged me. Right when? When? I went. when? It was the the the, the last race of Secretary, nineteen seventy three. I was ten years old, and all I was doing was crying. I want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. You didn't and know that uncle, you didn't know that you were Woodbond on a very special historic day where Secretariat ran no, his. No, le- I hated it. Yeah, he ran his. It. He ran his last race there because the trainer was Canadian. He won on the turf, and it was uh, it was something to see. That was sure for sure. Yeah, that's my uncle says. I'll, I'll give you two dollars if you stay one more race. And he goes, pick a number, <laughs> okay. and I bet on Kennedy Road, who had the lead. Yeah, and I kind of got a bit excited, but then when I saw the lead yeah. going away, and everyone started screaming, I was cursing at the crowd. I thought, you know, they were. You know, they were cheering against me, right? Yeah, right? Believe me, it took me a long time to get that $2 back, but I got it all back and more. All right. Well, Tommy, uh, I wanted to spend a little time to get have the listeners get a little bit of, uh, you know, an understanding of the person we're going to be talking with, and I, I think they're going to enjoy this, that's for sure. You will be with us tomorrow with your first official pick, correct? Yes, I got more than one. Oh, you do? Well, that's good. I well, like that. I got, th- I got two of them, and then, you know, you know, Listen, listen, if you had an eight-hour show, I could fill it up. I'm, I'm getting that impression. That's right, because we, are, we have to go to a break right now. But, Tommy, love it. Uh, love to have you on the show. Welcome to the Race Day uh, family, and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow. My pleasure. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I bet you can't. Thanks a lot, Tommy. And, by the way, we can't either. We'll be back with more. This is going to be fun. This Woodbine's going to be fun. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. Ba-dum-bump. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we got a twin cue for you today. Station Casino spoiling us again. Okay, here's the deal. Today's twin cue at Station Casinos for $5,000 features a couple of races at Santa Anita. The first twin cue race today at uh, Station Casinos for $5,000 features the sixth race at Santa Anita, a maiden claimer for three-year-old fillies at six furlongs, nine before any scratches. It is a competitive maiden claimer, by the way. The morning line favorite, five to two. But there's a lot of lot of good competitive uh, maidens trying to get their first win in this race. That's the sixth at Santa Anita. And the second half will be the eighth and final race at Santa Anita, a maiden claimer for three-year-olds and up at six furlongs, where a field of ten goes to the post. And you got a heavy nine-to-five favorite in there. It's going to get a lot of action. So here's what you got. The sixth and eighth races at Santa Anita, both six furlongs, both maiden claimers, one for three-year-old fillies and one for three-year-olds and up. That's your puzzle for today, your Twin Q puzzle. Sixth and eighth races at Santa Anita, $5,000. You can play this only at the station casinos in the post time right around 3.50 this afternoon. Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. I, I'll promise you one thing. If if my sheet has the uh, Twin Quinella on it, I'll have the Twin Quinella in my pocket. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. You got uh, your sheet uh, Your your sheet uh, covering Santa Anita does have the Twin Q races, the sixth and eighth races. You can get uh, Richie's uh, uh, selections for today at Santa Anita right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Do you have a chance to listen to Tommy? I caught a little bit of it at the end. His enthusiasm was just ripping through the the radio. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what. This guy is loaded for bear. Loaded for bear. <laughs> I thought he'd give me a little bit of grief, though, about, you know, our Las Vegas Golden Knights and the fantastic series that they had in winning to get to the semifinals of the Stanley Cup going against the Montreal Canadiens. That ought to be an interesting, uh, you know, uh, series, that's for sure, to get to the uh, Stanley Cup. Yeah, we have a, uh, a Western Conference final between one of the newest teams in the National Hockey League versus one of the oldest teams yeah. in the National Hockey League, one yeah. of the original six, the Canadians. Yeah, good <laughs> dynamic there, that's for sure. And the, and the Tampa Bay Lightnings are going against the New York Islanders, uh, another good series there. And the winners of these matchups will go on to play for the Stanley Cup. And I can't be any more proud of the Las Vegas Golden Knights and the way and the way they won this series. Oh, I tell you, the games were so exciting. And um, Mark Andre Fleury, at age 36, he, he looks like a kid out there. He was playing as well as he's ever played for the Pittsburgh Penguins during those, you know, Stanley Cup seasons that uh, he was there. And uh, I tell you why, you know, when they moved uh, Fleury in the expansion draft to the Vegas Golden Knights, little did they know they gave us uh, an absolute. Uh, Gem, a jewel, a diamond to build upon. Sure. Like, what a what a great player! What a and, great player! And you know, in that in that third game, when that uh, that uh, goal slipped through, the puck slipped through, and he was so angry and disappointed at himself. You thought mm-hmm. to yourself, "Don't do that to yourself," because you've been so good to us for so long. And man, he he tell he just told you why he's such a professional and such a great player. He came out, forgot all about that. Uh, you know, held uh, the the goal, and then they win in overtime in an exciting game there. And then last night it was just it was just crazy and magic at the uh, T-Mobile Center. That's for sure. Great stuff. Yeah, and and, and the and the game before game five in in the overtime. I think you remember, and the people who watched the game in the overtime in the first ten seconds, uh, they had a breakaway, and the, the, the kid almost beat. Flurry made yeah. an unbelievable save. He saved or, it. He uh, saved the game. Or, yeah. yeah, or the Avalanche would have won game five, and then the Mark Stone scores like 40 seconds later to, to, to win the game. I think, I, think, I think in that breakaway and the fact that he stopped that, which was uh, definitely uh, it would have been a goal at 99% of the time with anybody else, the Avalanche mm-hmm. was prob- probably so shell-shocked that Stone had a chance to come back right away and score before they had a chance to take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, they caught the defense playing up, and they, he got behind them, and uh, yep. Stone got to break away and beat the goalie with a beautiful shot. So, okay. Nice. Well, you know, we talk a little bit about sports here, certainly when it affects uh, our home team, the Las Vegas Knights. Uh, but what uh, the Golden Knights? What a what a fantastic win! What a fantastic series! Probably the best series that this team has ever played since its inception here in Las Vegas. Can't wait to see what happens next. 
I can't wait to see what uh, you're going to pick next because uh, you've been hot on our show, that's for sure. And, uh, Richie, uh, we will go to uh, get a selection uh, at Santa Anita right now. Yeah, I tell you what, uh, I, I, my horse was in the last oh. race at Belmont yesterday, <laughs> Valero, and you talk about a heartbreaker. Holy moly, what a, what a tough beat. Richie, that cost me. That cost me because I punched a pretty good late double between John Lindo's selection in the eighth race. That one, that horse paid 540 to your horse, mm-hmm. Valero, did did everything in the race except hold off Ch- Chililian, uh to uh, he got we got snapped right on the wire and uh, yeah. yeah yeah that it was, was uh, <laughs> that was a heartbreaking beat. Horse. You know, it was one of those races, Ralph, where uh, you know the horse was a good square price, and yeah. in the first fifty yards, you could tell the horse was live. And Luis Saez rode like it was like it was a Kentucky Derby, and he just got caught. In the you know, he track. went for the lead, and then decided he wasn't going to get into a meltdown with another horse, so he backed off of that, and then he waited, yep. and then when he came. Uh, to get that horse again, he had to change uh, lanes, and he had to hesitate a while to get out of there, almost clipping the heels of that horse. That could have cost us the victory. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. All well, right. Let's see if we can do uh, about six inches better today. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go right to the opener. Mm-hmm. It's uh, five furlongs on the grass, and we got a lot of babies here, a lot of unraced mm-hmm. and uh, I know Peter Miller has an uncoupled entry but I'm going to try to beat him even though he's going to get really bad strong with both of his horses uh-huh. um, the horse I'm going to try is the number six running out of love four to one in the morning line Umberto Rispoli is actually my key angle because he had ridden the five McKinnon who's uh, seems to be named after that Colorado uh, avalanche forward <laughs> but yeah. um, he jumps he jumps off that horse uh, for Doug O'Neill to ride the first time starter for Brian Coroner and this horse says loaded with the bullet workouts for her debut and sired by Acclamation, who was a very nice turf stakes winner in Southern California. So let's try uh, the six. Running out of love, 25 win place, two for the ROI, race number six in race one. And I got to tell you right now, uh, this horse with uh, several bullet workouts in the morning, this two-year-old making, this, uh, making uh, the first start in this race, certainly will not be short. I mean, this horse has got to be fit, that's for sure. So in the first race, 1 o'clock post time for two-year-olds at five furlongs on the turf at Santa Anita, Rich Hang's play is number six, running out of love. Well, he'll not have any problem getting resurged any love if he gets there and wins it for us, that's for sure. In the first race, number six, 25 win place, $2 ROI, two to win on the six in the first at Sandy to get rich to get the rest of Richie's picks right now at Sandy Day at Race Day Las Vegas website. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to get uh, Jerry's pick and John Lendo coming up next. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Going to go out to uh, John Lindo, standing by in Southern California. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? To hear our guy from uh, from uh, Woodbine this morning, Tommy. He did. It sounds like a, a guy who's been playing a track that hasn't raced since November. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something right now. This guy is loaded for bear, ain't he? He's he's ready to go, but that's that's the enthusiasm the horse players have when you've taken away a toy and you're ready to go again. And it's kind of like we feel like the opening day at Del Mar and everything else. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Uh, 
two-day carryover in the pick six of Belmont and a dollar base bet, 260473 I would imagine you'd probably uh, participate somehow or another in that. I'll have to try and take a look. I, I didn't work on Belmont today because of standing your back, but uh, it doesn't mean I don't have time to do it. <laughs> That's right. That's for sure. In any case, uh, you know, uh, I got a couple of Jerry's play. I got Jerry's play at Belmont and one at San Anita. I'll, I'll wait uh, to, to get that uh, before I give them out. Uh, because I wanted to ask you a couple of things. I saw a tweet, uh, and the announcer at Arlington Park put this uh, tweet up, and it was a uh, a tape of a race at Arlington and the start of the race. And at the start of the race, he was wondering if this was within the rules and regulations of uh, the racing commission, etc. But behind one of the horses that started in the race, the starter... Uh, one of the assistant starters, you know, go in the stall. He was behind the horse, and as soon as they broke out of the gate, whacked him on the butt with what seemed to be like a, a um, the halter, uh, the you know, the strap with the halter. And uh, I'm just wondering, is, is that is you know, because that that was the only horse that you know got that extra oomph starting at the start, and he was just wondering if they were supposed to do that. I don't know if you can use, you know, a, a, an object to do it, but I know there are plenty of times in Southern California, you see a couple of things. You see a guy in the back hold the horse's tail because they don't want them to sit down in the gate. So they'll right. hold them so they don't sit down. Right. And a lot of times in the gate, the guys that are holding the horse out there, if you watch their back foot, when the gate's up, they'll just give them a, a little, a, you know, a little kick on the hip, like, let's go, kind yeah. of thing. And so, you know, I've seen those used. I don't know if I've ever seen them use an object, whether it be uh, – you know, a halter or, or some kind of some kind of thing to flag him and get him going that way. Yeah. Well, but, actually, uh, it isn't. It wasn't yeah. the halter. Obviously, it was the, you know, the uh, the the strap that the uh, you walk something. Yeah. You, you walk the horses with. It was you know, and he, right. and he wheeled it around and snapped him right in the butt on the way out. And the announcer was just wondering if that was uh, legal because no other horses in the race had that uh, extra. I would think that they would have to get approval from the stewards to be able to use anything or, or use something that the others can't. Yeah, so, I, that's what yeah. I would think, too. But it, it would struck me that it came from the announcer uh, in the tweet, that's for sure. Talking about announcers, Larry Colmas, who is not returning to Del Mar because uh, Trevor Denman is going back to his uh, post there after the COVID uh, uh, isolation. But Colmas, who lives in, in uh, the uh, Jersey area, is going to be doing work for TVG. He's going to be doing some... Uh, I guess, on-track uh, commentating at Monmouth Park. Oh, that's great. Uh, I'm glad Larry's got a gig going this summer. He did a terrific job for us in California. He both sure did. Summer yeah. and Del Mar. Good guy, too, and he, and he knows his stuff. So any insights he can give is only going to help the horse player. Uh, but I could tell you, you know, when when you hear Trevor Del Mar, it'll be, you know, the first thing that goes into your mind is Del Mar's back. You know, it's one of those things that he's just so – synonymous as the voice of uh, that uh, that particular meet. Oh, absolutely. You know, we, we, we missed him, and it'll be glad to get him back. And I think that first day when, when he starts calling, everybody's going to feel like, yeah, hey, things are getting back to normal again. Yeah, everything's normal again. Everybody's at the track again, so we can start concentrating on complaining about our bad beats and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, We've got to complain about something. We're horse players. Uh, it was really heartbreaking yesterday with Richie Sears because I thought I had that late double nailed with your horse to his, and we got snapped right at the finish. But that's horse racing. That's uh, what uh, race players uh, do. They have great stories to tell, good or bad. I got to tell you one thing right now. There's a great story coming out of the jock standings for Flavie and Pratt. This guy is just uh, manhandling Santa Anita, isn't he? Oh, yeah. You can put a ring around him as far as leading rider. We've got two weeks left starting today, and uh, Pratt already has 112 winners. And uh, he cannot be top. Juan Hernandez is second. He's got 83 wins. And Umberto Rispoli rounds up the top three. He's got 66. So he's got almost, you know, a 50-win lead over the third-place rider in the standing. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. It's, it, it's something. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. That's for sure. Uh, and uh, and the uh, trainers, a little tighter. Yeah, Phil DeMato's had a great meet. He's got 43 wins, especially in those grass sprints. He's dominated those all meet long. And yet Bob Baffert and Peter Miller with 39 wins each. And I would think both of those guys would have enough horses to start over the next two weeks to possibly catch Phil D'Amato. So the trainer standings are still up for grabs. Uh, should I even ask about the favorites? <laughs> favorites are a little higher than normal, 38% for the meet. Wow. All right, enough said there. 
All right, uh, John Lindo's Lindo Report for uh, Santa Anita is available right now at the South Point, free of charge exclusively at the South Point. And, uh, John, we'll, we'll get a pick from me, and then I'll give a couple out uh, uh, from Jerry. Okay, let's go to race number two at Santa Anita today. In the second race, number three, Poseidon Raft. Uh, got kind of into a pace deal with the blinkers on going a mile uh, at Santa Anita May 28th. That was coming off of a seventh furlong race at Keelan. Got a little bit tired that day, but I had him legged up as he cuts back to seven furlongs today. I think this is a, a better trip for him. There isn't a ton of speed in here, so he can either set the pace or stock either one. But I just think we're going to have a fifth horse for the race over the track, and I expect improvement. A six to one and a five or six horse deal is a big price. Number three, Sidon Raft, race number two at Santa Anita. All right, second race at Santa Anita, number three, Poseidon uh, Rath. Poseidon Rath is the play. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Jen, uh, Jessica Pfeiffer is aboard. She's, I, I think she's going to have one hell of a Del Mar meet. Well, she's had she's got a lot of business throughout the barn area, a lot of red for a lot of people, and people are going to like her because she puts horses in the race. You're going to get your $2 worth because she's going to give them a chance to do whatever they can do. Not to mention she puts horses in the race, but she has this sixth sense, I guess, of getting those horses to relax. She's a good horsewoman. She's not just a jockey. She's a horsewoman. You know, yeah. She's worked with horses in the morning for a long time, and I think she understands them. And, she, and the horses run for her. And uh, you know, she's, she's had a really good, good uh, spring meet here. Yeah, no kidding. She, uh, she has, she has uh, one of those. She's just a very talented. She has the knack, that's for sure. And in the second race, we're going to have her ride number three, Poseidon uh, Rath to the winner's circle for us. In the second race, John Lindo's play for the race day listeners, number three, the $2 ROI, two to win on the three in the second. Got an update on that ROI? Uh, we're at point eighty nine going into yesterday. We had a win yesterday, so that's going to go up. And, yep. and just a note, too, Ralph, about the weekend. You know, we have nine as usual on Saturday. Uh, but Sunday, I think Sunday is closing day at Golden Gate. And because of that, Golden Gate's running 12. Santa Anita's come up with 11 races on Sunday, so a long day of uh, Southern California racing. Uh, no change in the post time. They'll still start at 1 o'clock, but 11 races on Sunday. Golden Gate uh, closing on Sunday because then they go to the Northern California Fair Racing Circuit. They'll have a dozen races on closing day on the north at uh, Golden Gate, and as you said, 11 to accommodate the back-and-forth uh, simulcasting between North and South at Santa Anita. They'll have 11 there as well. So it'll be a fun Sunday of racing on the uh, left coast, that's for sure. A quick uh, update uh, play for Jerry J. Now, Jerry J's power pages, he's on a little vacation, but his power pages are still at the uh, station casinos free of charge, Belmont and Santa Anita, at Belmont Park. Uh, and this, of course, is an interpretation from me because he didn't leave me picks for today. But in the sixth race... He's got a star horse there that I, I kind of like. In the sixth race, number three, Marvelous Maud. Five to one on the morning line, number three, Marvelous Maud. And the link-ups would be two, five, seven, and ten. So in the sixth at Belmont, the three over two, five, seven, ten, and reverse. And uh, that'll be a suggestion from Bel- uh, at Belmont Park from Jerry J's Power Pages. And then back at Santa Anita, we're going to go to the uh, fifth race at Santa Anita. In the fifth race... Uh, the three-horse Truth Seeker at 3-1 to one on the morning line in a six-horse field, and, of course, the anchor race in the early pick four and early pick five, and, of course, uh, in the sequence of the pick six and the uh, late pick five and four, really a pivotal race. In the fifth race, Santa Anita, uh, Jerry's uh, play is going to be number three, Truth Seeker. Number three, Truth Seeker is going to be Jerry's uh, play in the uh, fifth race, and the link-ups will be one, five, and six. So you got one, five, six with the three. The three is the key in the fifth at San Anita. Now the power pages, of course, for uh, whatever interpretations you have for the power pages, they are available for all of San Anita and all of Belmont at all the station casinos where their twin queue today uh, is in two races at San Anita. The twin queue at station casinos, the sixth and eighth races for $5,000. Um, and uh, John, let me ask you this because we're getting to the last couple of them. Uh, uh, weeks at uh, Santa Anita. Now, I know we get to uh, Los Alamitos, and we'll be covering Los Alamitos as we normally do with uh, Bob Mazursky, etc. And then we go on to Del Mar. But are the trainers already kind of looking at getting their horses set for Del Mar? 
Well, the, the condition book for both Los Alamitos and the first condition book for the first couple of weeks of Del Mar are out. So there are races that you can point to. But to be honest, Ralph, you know, with, with the three-day week, I think most trainers are saying, if a race comes up for my horse, I'm going to run. <laughs> you know, we've, we've had trouble filling different types of races. So you can't skip one looking for the exact perfect spot right now because it may not go. So uh, I, I know, you know, with the horses that we have and stuff, if something comes up that we can run, the instructions are we run, period. So that, that's just how it is. All right. And I want to remember, uh, remind everybody, too, that uh, John Lindo's Lindo Report for Santa Anita today, available exclusively at the South Point free of charge. And, of course, if you're not here, spoilers, we are in Las Vegas. You can always uh, get it at todaysracingdigest.com. And I can only tell people this, John, that the Twin Q is the sixth and eighth races today at Santa Anita. And your Lindo Report, your best bet comes in the eighth race at Santa Anita. So just, uh, you know, everybody keep that in mind. That's for sure. And, uh, again, $260,473 in a two-day pick-six carryover at Belmont Park. It is a $1 bet, $1 base bet, the pick-six there, and it does not have a jackpot provision. It just carried over for the uh, last two days. And, uh, quite frankly, uh, I want to remind everybody, too, this this was not part of the pick-six, but, uh, you know, when you're talking about getting Jerry's power pages, Jerry power, Jerry's power pages... In the first race yesterday at Belmont Park, his top-rated horse in a six-horse field, his top-rated horse won the first at Belmont and paid $62 for a $2 win bet. It's amazing. And sometimes, That's crazy. In, the, That's crazy. In, and sometimes in those short fields, we've seen it happen at Santa Anita, too, where a horse is 7-2 to two and all of a sudden it pays 36 bucks. Yeah, you power them. You, 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 if they get off again, we see horses odds flip flopping all over the place these days. But if they're not on the one you like, you're going to catch the overlay at the end there, and that's what happens. No kidding. I mean, just absolutely amazing. That's for sure. All right. Well, it's going to be exciting uh, when we start Woodbine tomorrow and uh, north of the border with uh, with uh, Tommy uh, Massis, and uh, we got a we got a professional horse player that's going to start giving us plays now. How about that, uh, John? <laughs> Well, he's a good tournament player. I know that. And uh, these are the guys, when you play these kind of tournaments and you're winning, you're looking for horses with value. You're not taking three to five shots. So you know that he's got the right uh, frame mindset for the kind of horses you want in your show, Ralph. Absolutely. Yeah, we can, uh, you know, we put up with, uh, you know, the favorites. We don't subscribe to them, so to speak. All right, well, we'll be back tomorrow morning at our weekend start time at 8 a.m. with uh, coverage uh, from Woodbine to Santa Anita and all parts in between. But in the meantime, I guess you're uh, delegated to do it, John. 